Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go. It is a Friday. We are live in Los Angeles, and it's the Hurt, wherever you may be and however you may be listening. Thanks for making us part of your day. A lot of choices out there. So um, today, 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific, the free agency period starts. Now, people are already negotiating, J-Mac. They're already getting things done. Uh, we found out yesterday Sixers are going to re-sign Harden and trade James Harden. I think it we'll works. see how that works out for the Sixers. <laughs> yeah, it's um, Harden's a fascinating guy. What's the market for that guy? Well, let's start our show with it. So the Sixers basically said James Harden's used the league for years. Sixers kind of used him for a year and a half until Maxi elevated to a number two behind Embiid. Now they can now they can move off James Harden. Uh, Knicks doesn't fit. Heat ugh. Um, Clippers, interesting. Word this morning, Clippers Harden. They can move off Westbrook. They need a point guard. He's from L.A. He's a good facilitator. Won't play any defense, but Paul George and Kawhi do. That's probably your best fit. You could, you could argue that's the best fit. But um, all these years later, to me, James Harden is known for three things. The beard, drawing cheap fouls, and trade requests. That's the James Harden triple-double. Beard, drawing cheap fouls, trade requests. He's still productive, 2010 guy, but no defense, no leadership, getting old fast because he never took care of his body, doesn't really fit in many places. Clippers tends to work, but it has a Brooklyn feel, KD, Kyrie, Harden feel to it. The difference, of course, is that Harden, Kawhi, and Paul George are a better basketball fit, and he doesn't play a lick of D, but Harden and Kawhi are great defenders, so it works. But James Harden is an example. Right, We're always worried about sending our kids to the good schools, and that matters some. But James Harden is a great example. You will be as successful as your effort level and your personality allows. Harden is strictly an offensive player, quirky personality. You can't build around him. 
Defense, awful, conditioning, below average. That's what his effort level, that's what his personality allowed him to be. You get these occasional athletes who are just all-time greats. I never bought into the Kobe and MJ comp. Daryl Morey said years ago, I mean, he's a, <clears throat> he's a better score. Analytics prove it than MJ. The difference, of course, is that when you hold yourself accountable, it's much easier to hold others accountable. But Harden could never hold other teammates accountable. He wasn't even in good shape. He didn't play any defense. So how are you going to hold other guys accountable? When you don't come into camp in shape, when you play your way into shape, Kobe, MJ, relentless. But the key to both is they were so intense and so committed, they could tell guys, this is how hard I work. Work this hard or you're done. James Harden's game to me always felt a little like a tax loophole. No, seriously. He caught the IRS slash NBA off guard, right? They, they, nobody saw it coming, the step back move. Nobody, nobody was quite sure it was legal. And then the NBA slash IRS mostly eliminated the loophole. And it was never the same. Eh, Semi-effective, never the same. He was the tax loophole of the league. But in your life, you can go to this school. You can have those parents. Your effort level slash commitment and your personality will define how far you're going to go. Some people can't get out of their own way, regardless if they went to Harvard and prep school. They can't get out of their own way. They don't play well with others. They don't lubricate. They constantly agitate. They're know-it-alls. They're not committed. They're not, they're not really leaders. I mean, Steph Curry is older than James Harden. But because of his personality, plays well with others, his commitment and effort level, he is a fully charged battery. James Harden, a little stockier, maybe a little better athlete, maybe. I mean, he didn't go to Davidson. Better athlete, but he's a, he's a battery you're hoping makes it to the end of the road trip. So uh, James Harden being moved out of Philly as he should be, Clippers probably the best fit, but he doesn't really fit perfectly anywhere. Steph Curry older fits everywhere. So for years and years, I've uh, have had this player that I really like, and I think I felt sorry for him. Um, I think there's just lots of people in America who are super talented and work really hard, but they have bad bosses. They're in a company with a bad corrosive culture. Uh, they're not appreciated. Uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, second and third rounders in life who, you know, they're really good at what they do, whatever it is they do. But, you know, they just they just they work for bad people, bad culture. Uh, Bradley Beal is one of those. I mean, the Washington Wizards for 11 years, he was there. 11 years, three coaches, different general managers, uh, the immature John Wall, multiple teammates can't keep track. He was always committed, always classy, always productive. He's now a Phoenix Sun. Press conference yesterday, here he was. I don't look at the NBA like that. I don't look at it as, oh, it's my team. Oh, it's your team. Like, it's everybody. Like, we all got to compete. We all got to do this thing together and make it happen. But 
understand that you know this is book nation like i understand that this is his this is his stomping grounds this is his arena and i'm excited for that i'm excited to be able to play with two hall of famers you know like i've never done that you know so i'm excited about it i'm excited what that brings and um they'll push me in ways i've never been pushed you know so i'm, I'm excited about that and hopefully i can do the same i don't know how you don't love this fit and love that guy never complained loyal team guy in a corrosive clown car in the Washington Wizards. Never complained. He'll be so appreciative and so energized by Phoenix, which, by the way, has had their issues. They got rid of a bad owner. They've moved through some coaches. But a good guy and a good player finally gets to a good team. Let me give you an example of where I've seen this before. Matt Stafford. 12 years. The chaos of Detroit. Finally got a legitimate owner, a legitimate coach, some really good players, and won a Super Bowl. Kevin Garnett, 12 years of nonsense in Minnesota. Finally got a legitimate organization, surrounded by good players, a winning organization, got the Celtics a ring. Matt Stafford, Kevin Garnett. Well, Bradley Beal's not. Bradley Beal was a number three pick. Bradley Beal is one of two NBA players in the last four years, one of two to average more than 30 points a game multiple times. He's actually doing the opposite of Aaron Rodgers. Aaron's going to a young team with an unproven coach. Aaron's going to be a little bit of the savior, front and center, front and center in New York. Bradley Beal is going to a team full of guys that have been around, a championship winning coach. They've had some success. In fact, we always wonder why they don't have a little more in recent years. He won't ask to be the savior. He won't ask, be asked to be the leading scorer. His quote was perfect. Part of a collective, part of a team, all learn from others. I don't know how anybody doubts this. But he is the story you see a lot all over this great country. Talented people, corrosive environments. Somebody goes... You know, if you just gave them a better coach, a better environment, less chaos, better teammates, this is a guy in four years, only two players, average 30 multiple times. Can't wait to watch Bradley Beal finally, finally in a great spot for a really good player. All right, J-Mac, it is Friday. Very fired up. Last day of the week. Like Steph Curry, energized, battery charged. We went out last night, talked a lot of industry. <laughs> Can't get into it today. Uh, Definitely not the day to get into industry chatter. Yes, it is. Uh, but I did see something that um, the cowboy hype train's already oh, starting. Come on. And Philadelphia did to James Harden, or will do to James Harden, what James Harden has done to the league for years. I thought they actually, yeah. you know, didn't you always feel with Harden? He kind of used the league and he used teams to kind of get what he wanted. He's made well, a ton of money. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, I mean, purposely getting out of shape in Houston, going to Brooklyn. He's always sort of used. I do think there's something wrong with it because I think after a while you get a label in an industry. He's a user. But does he care? Well, now this is how it ends. Mm. Philadelphia used him. Philadelphia said, let's just bring him on for about a year and a half until Maxi elevates. Maxi three years ago averaged eight points, now 2021. Yeah, remember last year he could have gotten more money from them, and he said, I'll take less, we'll bring on P.J. Tucker. And now a year later, 
He doesn't get the offer that he wants from Philly. He says, get me the heck out of here. I think this is the third straight year James Harden has demanded a trade. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but this is what happens when you're not fully committed, when you don't give a great effort, when you have a quirky personality and nobody ever really feels you can hold them accountable because you don't hold yourself accountable. Didn't Kevin Durant say last week that James Harden was right there with Russell Westbrook and Kyrie Irving as like inspirational yeah. players that yeah. uh, young kids should uh, you know aspire to and look up to? Didn't Kevin Durant say that? Yeah, I think he did. Wow. Not one of my favorite. Very KD prescient uh, from Kevin Durant. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources hi let's talk about pro plan sport pro plan sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours so whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run Start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. Andrew Wiggins could score 24 in Minnesota. I didn't remember a basket. He could score 16 in Golden State, and they're crucial in the finals against the Celtics. Not all points are equal. So as the Sixers get ready to launch James Harden out of town wherever he lands, this is all about Tyrese Maxey. Somebody like J-Max feeling on Jamal Murray, I believe is going to be a star. Is he going to be a one or just a great two? I'm not sure yet. But if you look at this kid, this move to get Harden out of town is really all about getting Tyrese Maxey on the floor and having him be the two. With Harden on the floor, he averages 19. Without him, he averages 25 and his assist double. He is a star. Now, is he a franchise guy you can build around because Embiid's often hurt? I think there's a chance for it. He's a sensational player. He's only 22 years old. 
If you watch basketball with a sound down and a guy pops, jumps off the screen, that's like a Steph Curry. You know, that that's a guy that literally pops. I think this kid's it. Great energy, getting better. He is small, but his effort level is through the roof. And the bottom line is Harden just gets in the way. They want him to have the ball in his hands all the time. He is an energizer, a great player, probably eventually going to be a 26, 27-point-a-game guy in this league. He averaged 25. At, by the way, there's another stat about him. He was the best three-point shooter in the NBA last year who took at least 15 shots a game. I think Tyrese Maxey's a star. At this point, it's Embiid, Maxey, Tobias Harris. I'd love to get Paul George over in a trade with the Clippers. If I can't, I can't. But I think this move's really, we'll talk about Harden. It's about Maxey, tremendous young player. And I don't know why it is, maybe because he's a slow-growth guy. If you look at the NBA stars, J-Mac, we talked about this other, other day. Steph was a slow-growth guy. Jokic, a slow-growth guy. Giannis, a slow-growth guy. Luka's a great star early, can't get it right with teammates. Maxie's a classic. Three years ago, he's averaging eight points. And then he goes up, and then he goes up. And even now, last year, when he's averaging what he's averaging, it's really deceptive. Because when Harden's off the floor, he's 25 a game. Great shooter, great energy, always available or usually available. Little small, but I think we're looking at another one of these slow growth guys that it takes three or four years and you look up and you're like, by the way, SGA at Oklahoma City. Shea, he's another slow growth guy. Those guys aren't handed anything. Takes them three or four years to find their game. They come in raw. They come in young. I, I mean, eight points, 17 points, 20 points, and that really without Harden next year, probably 26, 27 a game. I mean, he's that kind of player. So exciting times. Moving off Harden's the right move to me. J-Mac with a move. With a move. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Let's go to the NFL where the New England Patriots, we can't stop talking about them, Colin. Uh, And now Tom Brady is talking about Bill Belichick and the dynasty they built together. They won six Super Bowls during their 20-year partnership. Brady got emotional discussing what Belichick did for him in his career. I think it's more what did he not do (laughs) to bring out the best in me. He, uh, you know, everyone always says I was just very lucky. I mean, I think part of it, you know, I came into my uh, career and, got drafted by the Patriots. You know, it was Coach Belichick's first year there. And, you know, we came in together. And I always think for so many young players, you know, who's going to be there? Anybody could get drafted to a place. Who's going to turn you into something? Who's going to develop you? Who's going to take you under their wing? And sometimes it's a player that does it. And I definitely had a lot of players do that. And obviously, um, I had someone that really saw something in me. I love when people are grateful for their mentors. It's very nice. He's, he's, he's grateful for the guy that gave him an opportunity. Six round. Although Bill passed on him five, six times too. <laughs> don't you love that story? Don't you love he appreciates it so great? What, 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 what is the eye roll? I don't know. He's crying? Well, Talking what, about his... It's very emotional. You didn't have some. You didn't have a moment, an epiphany in your life when somebody gave you an opportunity. Well, it, it, yes, but it ended so poorly for them that he <laughs> left. I mean, well, yeah, but that's twenty know. years, twenty years of greatness. And by the way, in the end, what ends well? The best divorce is choppy. Like, like nothing ends well. I mean, honestly, 
I always say we're great at getting into wars. We can't get out of them. People are great at getting into relationships. You can't get out of them. What relationship ends perfectly? Okay, I'll give you that. And it wasn't like it was cats and it's like they got to the playoffs. And in the end, this maybe this is why Belichick's now just buying wide receivers. They couldn't draft him. And now, and by the way, there's a story today. They're going to they're gonna buy DeAndre Hopkins, too, with Devontae Parker and Juju Smith-Schuster. It's yeah, a bad team. We'll talk about them uh, during headlines, <laughs> I, I think. Uh, all right, next up, the Dallas Cowboys. Big expectations for that team this year. Uh, now they have a surging Eagles team in their division, hoping to make another run at the Super Bowl. Micah Parsons, though, says Dallas has what it takes to jump ahead of Philly. The work is going to be is going to put in. You still got to show up on Sundays. You could have the best lineup in the world. Their team came up short. It's our turn this year. Oh. You got to capitalize on your opportunities, right. and this is our year. All right. Micah Parsons, very optimistic. Well, he's their best player. If you sure. had seven more of him, then it would be seven. possible. <laughs> he's the best player. He would start for every team in the league. He, that he's the only guy in the Cowboys. May I, may I should say. Zach Martin's probably the other one. Zach Martin would start for every team in the league at one of the guard positions. Yeah. So, and if, Micah Parsons would start for every team in the league. They have McCarth- two players. If you're McCarthy, Quinn, Jerry Jones, uh, how do you feel about Micah Parsons putting all these expectations? You I, like it? You like the trash talk or no? Or? I don't think it does any. I don't think it matters. But I mean, they're, they're, he's a great player. And Zach Martin's a great player. They have two great players. If they're two and two at the end of September, nobody's going to remember this. Yeah, we'll d- none of it. None of this stuff. All that pregame hype and crap. It doesn't matter. I mean, it, I mean, I mean, I always think that it's in preparation, like like boxing matches, like the Buster Douglas Tyson fight. That fight was decided in the three months of training. Buster Douglas's mother had passed away. Mm. He kind of he kind of got this rare moment in Buster Douglas's weird career. This moment of aspiration and inspiration that he'd never had. He was he was always talented, a big guy. The next fight, when he fought somebody else, he was a bum, right? Did he get destroyed? Right, yeah. and Tyson did not have... Tyson was a 45-to-1 favorite or something close to that, and so he didn't train for it. That fight was all about the training. Had nothing to do with... The fight is what is the result of somebody who didn't train against a bigger fighter who had talent that, for the only time in his life, trained brilliantly. So I, I think all this stuff... None of it matters. I mean, in, in the end, the Cowboys are as good as their as their roster coaching and quarterback play allows. Yeah. Micah just happens to be their best player. Yeah. My final story, the uh, running back position has been under the microscope this offseason. Many running backs not getting paid. Some, some talented ones, Kareem Hunt's on the market, Dalvin Cook, Zeke Elliott. So the position's kind of devalued right now. Panthers running back Miles Sanders went on the Rich Eisen Show to add his thoughts on the running back position. It's nothing that we're doing wrong. We're doing everything that we have to do as far as on the field and, and stuff like that. I think GMs or whatever owners to think that running backs are not as valued as much is, is a lie. You got to see how everything plays out. You want a franchise tag, create a certain guess market for running back just because you you have this you know way of thinking that they they only last three to four years. I think is BS. Honestly, almost every running back in the league is underpaid right now. I don't know what's going to take. Like, that's a topic that needs to be, you know, brought up a little bit more because it sucks to be a running back right now. Honestly, let me. I was this is a game I I have played through the years. Right. If I said to you, you are a general manager of an NFL team, and you can have seven great players, what positions do you put them at? You can have seven great players. And by the way, Super Bowl teams usually have about six to seven really elite players. Okay. So quarterback is one, mm-hmm. right? You'd want a great quarterback. 
now you start arguing. I would say edge rusher. Sure. Okay. Um, then, and this has changed for me over the years, then I would say you got to give me one great weapon. Cooper Cup, Jamar Chase, one really high-volume great weapon. Four generally is most Super Bowl teams have a good left tackle. Like, you got to protect the star. Five, and again, I go back and forth. I want a second weapon on the perimeter. Over cornerback? It's back and forth. Okay. But great corners last year. Top three didn't make the playoffs. I don't know. Who who are the Chiefs? Oh, well, I guess Kelsey qualifies. No, they gave up their best corner. No, no I was meaning weapon well, Okay. Yeah. So I would go quarterback edge, weapon left tackle, second weapon into corner. So I'm one, two, three, four, five, six. I'm six in. I mean, you could say center. That's exactly what I have yeah, yeah, yeah. right here on the script, because I think the center is the most yeah. underrated position. And then after that, you could go running back. I would argue a great Mike linebacker to call defensive signals, like a Bobby Wagner in his prime, a Ray Lewis. Now, there's not many of them right. out there, but I, I, I really do think Fred Warner, like, like a sideline-to-sideline side linebacker, is really valuable. So I know I'm I'm at now I'm at now eight with no and that's not to say running backs don't matter but the better you are at quarterback the less dynamic you have to be so running back becomes very important when Daniel Jones or Ryan Tannehill your quarterback yeah. then it becomes like the third most important thing so my beef is. He says almost every running back is underpaid right now. And what a good interviewer would do is push back instantly. Well, wait, wait, what do you mean underpaid? Relative to the pounding you take or in relation to the salary cap? Because, again, like, you only have a certain amount you can spend under the cap. And if your running back's taking, like, 9 to 10% of your cap, your team's going to stink because of what you just laid out. So, like, the running backs are underpaid. Yeah, uh, you guys take a pounding. The running backs, yeah. there's, not a, there's a short shelf life for that position. But the reality is you can't pay them a lot or then you can't have a good center, left tackle, cornerback, wide receivers. So look at this list. Christian McCaffrey is very valuable because they have Brock Purdy. Yeah, they're not paying their quarterback Jack Joe squat. Mixon at $12 million may be moved because they have Joe Burrow. Right. So look at the running backs on this list. Aaron Jones' quarterback makes nothing. Peanuts. So Aaron uh, Jones, by the way, face? just this year becomes much more valuable to the Packers than he was with Aaron. He was always good. But, I mean, to me, Christian McCaffrey's highest paid. Why? Great coach, great defense. He is the centerpiece of their offense. Yeah. If you look at Nick Chubb's Browns, go look at their depth chart. They do not have any depth anywhere because so much money is into Watson, Chubb. I mean, they got a good team. They could make the playoffs. Derrick Henry. Um, I don't buy that running backs are undervalued. I think they're valued appropriately. Yeah. And the teams that pay their running backs, by the way, Saquon Barkley will move to the top of that yeah. list. Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, yeah. By Alvin the way, on Kamara. that list, how many teams did not make the playoffs? Uh, Packers did not make the playoffs. Browns did not make the playoffs. Titans missed the playoffs. Like, And they're paying the running backs a lot. There you go. Yeah. Saints didn't make the playoffs. The only ones that did are Burrow on the rookie, <laughs> Burrow on the rookie uh, quarterback scale and then McCaffrey when they pay the seventh-round quarterback. It's not that hard. I mean, I'm not hammering Miles Sanders here. Eight of the last ten Super Bowl champs did not have a thousand-yard rusher. Yeah, I mean, it, it yeah. doesn't matter. All right, Jay Mack with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. So I saw this. Speaking of the Cowboys, I saw this. So uh, ESPN ranked NFL rosters one to 32. One was the Chiefs, 32 was the Cardinals. By the way, they have the Rams at 31 under the Colts. I do not believe that. 
but be that as it may. Uh, Dallas was sixth ahead of the Niners at eight. And I don't know how many Cowboys would start for the Niners. Dak Wood, CeeDee Lamb Wood, Michael Wood, Zach Martin Wood, probably Trayvon Diggs. Five. <laughs> okay. How many defensive players? Because they have the they have the Steelers only at 14th most talented team. That is way low. Way low. How many Cowboys would start on defense for the Steelers? Trayvon, they're not very good at corner. Trayvon Diggs, Stephon Gilmore, and Micah Parsons. That's about it. So uh, this is an annual event where we overhype the Cowboys and uh, they end up in a ranking by some company, top four, top five, top six roster in the NFL. As I've said before, they have two great players that would start for every team. Zach Martin, Micah Parsons. Then they have five, four or five guys I like. Dak, Trayvon Diggs, Tony Pollard, C.D. Lamb, Demarcus Lawrence. Good players. Wouldn't start for every team. I mean, Dak would not start for 10, 11 teams. So uh, with 27 postseasons in a row since the Cowboys won two playoff games. That's it. So I, I think if you put them in the AFC, they're not a playoff team. So I, I said this morning, I'm going to be realistic with the Cowboys. I took their schedule because I always feel, J-Mac, you've been here. I've, I always say that I feel like the Cowboys, I've said this for the last 20 years. They'll be pretty good. They'll be nine or 10 games. So I'm going to go through the schedule. I think this is as realistic as you can be. I'm going to basically give them a win in every game they'll be absolutely favored in, which you know doesn't happen because the Chiefs last year lost to the Colts and almost lost to the Texans. But I'm going to give them all those. So the Giants game at New York, by the way, no gimme. My guess is Barkley gets signed to a big deal. They'll have Saquon. It's close. It's a rivalry. I'll give a W to the Cowboys there. That's a W. I don't think they're going to beat Aaron Rodgers in that defense. They could, but I think they'll split with New York. That's do, a loss. Do you want to guess the line on that game? I just looked it up. I would guess in, in Cow Dallas. Cowboys minus two and a half. Wow. Nailed it. Correct. I, I, I was a little surprised, but they are at home, so you're okay. right. Cowboys but I don't think they're going to beat both New York teams. We'll do a split. Okay. Okay. I'll give them a win over Arizona and New England, although it's a coaching mismatch. Belichick to Mike McCarthy. I'll give you two W's there. So win-win there. Um, I do not think you match up with San Francisco. Coaching mismatch, uh, roster disadvantage, it's on the road. That's a loss. Uh, J-Mac likes the Chargers even more than I do, and I like them a lot. I I've said this before. If their three top draft picks are as good as I think they are, they don't have a hole. They, li they literally don't have a hole. So I'd say it's a loss at the Chargers. Real quick, look at what it says. Week 5 at San Fran, week 6 at Chargers. So they probably stay on the West Coast for two weeks. Um, heading into the bye, that's a tough back-to-back -back on the West Coast. <laughs> it's probably stay out here. Yeah, these are the two best teams. Those are the two best rosters on the West Coast. Are you giving them a split there? No, or I don't. Or 0-2? Oh yeah, well, I, I no. So, now, again, bye. They'll beat the Rams. I think they, they'll beat the Rams. They'll lose at Philadelphia. That's realistic. Again, I'll have them sweeping the New York Giants. They did last year. That's right. I'll have them sweep. I'll, so, now I have them beating the Giants. I'm going to have them beat Carolina, Washington, and Seattle. I'm going to have the Cowboys go on a four-game winning streak. Then I think it's reasonable to assume they're going to lose. I have them being swept by Philly. 
because uh, I think Philly's a much better team, and they'll lose at Buffalo and at Miami. I'll give them a win over a team that's arguably just as talented or more so Detroit because they're at home. Win there, win at Washington. So I have them winning every game that they'll be favored in or it's like the Detroit game. That's a go-either-way game. I'm having them win all of them. Now, I do have them losing a game they'll be favored to the Jets, but I think the Jets are, are, are very much in their class. Uh, and I think Aaron Rodgers, TV game, Cowboys have, you know, in the last several years kind of been unimpressive in those big spots. And then I have them losing games they should lose. So the truth is they probably won't win every game they're favored in. They probably won't lose every game they're an underdog in, but that's 10-7. and seven. And that's exactly where I feel the Cowboys are at. I don't think it's unrealistic. Now, you're, you're a fan. You have them starting the year 4-0. Do, do I believe that Dak Prescott and Mike McCarthy, without, without their top OC, Kellen Moore, is going to start the season 4-0? I do not believe that. As I've said, if, if CeeDee Lamb turned an ankle, Dalton Schultz is gone, Zeke's gone, Tyron Smith is older, and, and Tony Pollard's off a major surgery – that offense is not going to look the same. So I have them starting the year 3-1, and one, ending with two wins, having a four-game winning streak, and going 10-7. and seven. So I have them a good start, a good finish, losing where they – their tough stretch, Philly at Buffalo at Miami, maybe they pull out a win, but then maybe they lose to Detroit. I think that's incredibly reasonable. Here's a scheduling quirk I just noticed. So they play Washington. That's the Thanksgiving Day game. Yeah. The next week against Seattle at home is also on a Thursday. Um, Mm -hmm. And then the Detroit game is on a Saturday, so short week after going to Miami. You come home and host Detroit on a short week, Saturday, December 30th. Um, I don't... By the way, you say, Colin, how do you have them losing to the Jets? Do you know what the Cowboys... No, nobody says that. (laughs) Well, do you know what they were as favorites last year? The Cowboys were 9-3. and So they were the teams they should have. Mostly, but you generally don't win every game. Again, the Colts beat the Chiefs, and the Texans could have. So I have them winning every game except the Jets game in which they'll be a favorite. Well, you also have them sweeping Washington. Didn't they lose to Washington last year? Oh, I think Washington matches up very well with them. I think I think Washington matches up well with the Cowboys. Giants don't necessarily match up well, but it's I mean you know because the Cowboys O lines usually. Again, this year it'll be redeemable. It's a good mm-hmm. O-line. Philadelphia's D-line kind of controls that football game. So at 10-7, and seven, that's still I, a wild-card team. And at 10-7, and seven, I have them going basically 10-1 and one as a favorite. They were 9-3 and three last year as a favorite. I have them winning every game they'd be favored in. That's not the way it works in the NFL, except the Jets game, which I, I, I'm not going to have them go undefeated. You know, I think the Jets is a game they'd lose. And, I, and, and this is not a – I think that's a – and that's with mm. no injuries. I still contend – if just one player, CeeDee Lamb, went down, that receiving core and tight end group is suboptimal. Uh, I, I forgot. The Jets, they uh, host them on a short week because the Jets open on Monday against Buffalo. You know, body bag game in the division, first game. And then they travel to Dallas. So short week for the Jets going into week two. Not ideal. Eh, it's a veteran quarterback, I think. you. Yeah. But and then it's again, also, Dallas plays the Giants in the opener. That's a rivalry game. You know? Yeah, and I think also what you do, especially when the short week is in week one or two, the team prepares for it. Yeah. They'll have that Cowboy game plan done in August because you're not going to play many of your starters. So in the preseason, you're, you're literally installing a lot of the Cowboy game plan. 
So I, 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 short week can matter, like week 10, 11, 12, when yeah. you're all beat up. Short week doesn't matter to me much at all in September. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Polly Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. Of course, you know us as the host of the number one rated show in all of sports talk, the Polly and Tony Fusco Show. Yeah. Now, the suits at Fox Sports Radio gave us this airtime because they wanted us to tell you how great our show is. Why? Yeah, instead of us doing that, let's just let our millions of fans do the talking. Yeah, play the tape. You don't know crap about sports. I mean, why am I even on this crap? Whoa, 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 whoa. That's the wrong tape. Wrong tape. Just forget that. Look, listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. It's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www1 800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. The Rams got a reputation, F them picks. That was the slogan. They don't need first-round picks. We're going to go pay for stars. Jalen Ramsey, you know, Matt Stafford, don't need picks. I think it works quickly. But eventually you have to pay the bills, right? You can't kick that thing down. The, you you got you to gotta eventually pay. So the Rams right now need talent. 
and they've moved off a lot of the expensive guys. Now, they did get a championship, and so San Francisco's got the better roster and the better near future. They got no rings. Eagles, great last year. They didn't win. Rams got a ring last two years, so it paid off. Now they have to rebuild the roster because it was wildly top-heavy with five great players, and then, uh, again, at some point you can't kick it down the road. So it does show you, though, there was this sense that, you know, for number one picks, and I don't have a problem giving up a number one pick if I get Jalen Ramsey, and it can get me a Super Bowl, but the bill will come due. So the NFL.com just announced their NFL under 25 team. I'm going to show you the first team offense, and you're going to notice something. Trevor Lawrence, Jonathan Taylor, Brees Hall, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Pratt, uh, um, Friarmouth, C.D. Lamb, Tristan Wirfs, Andrew Thomas, Trey Smith, Elijah Veritucka, Creed Humphrey. I have no disagreements. That is exactly the team I would pick. All of them are first or second round picks. The only exception is Trey Smith, who was an All-American lineman that had a blood clot issue, was seen as a second round pick and plummeted in the draft. And he's been fantastic. That's it. No sleepers. Trey Smith is not a sleeper. He was a great talent. You know, like great talents tend to do. There's an issue. Something happens before the draft. And they drop. We just saw it in the NBA draft. Somebody guy from Villanova dropped. Really good player. Trey Smith was not a sleeper. Everybody else is a first or second round pick. Let's go to the defense. What do you know? Same basic feel. <laughs> Adrian Aiden Hutchison, Jalen Phillips, Jordan Davis, Christian Barmore, Michael Parsons, Nick Bolton, Sauce Gardner, Patrick Sertan, Hufunga from USC, Kyle Hamilton, Tariq Woolen. Everybody's a first or second round pick except for Hufunga, the safety from USC, who would have gone higher, who was the Trojans' best player as last year, but he was hurt all the time. So unlike a blood clot issue, it was a health issue. Trey Smith, Hufunga, actually health issues. Great player in college when he was healthy. The only sleeper, the only sleeper is Tariq Woolen, a true sleeper from a small school. Nobody watched him in college. He was wildly talented, crazy combine, but he played at a small school and he was inconsistent. He was just incredibly raw and he got a great mentor and a great defensive mind, Pete Carroll, and they made him into a star. First, second team, one sleeper. And, it, you know, it, it's that here's the thing about. J-Mac, it's like with first-round picks. It's like casting a movie. You got to get the star right. You can argue back. My wife was just watching a movie the other day with Christian Bale in it. And she's like, God, he was sensational. I'm like, you got to get the star right. You'll never overcome it if you miss on the star. A bunch of average actors. You could have the best ensemble ever. If you don't have a good lead, it's not a great movie. You got to get the lead right. And then, usually when the lead is right... Others follow. People want to be in a Christian Bale movie. They want to be in a Michael Keaton movie, a Hanks, a Denzel movie, a Tom Cruise, right? Like, they'll follow. But you got to get it. And, you know, American Idol was 21 years on the air, right? And they sold the dream of stardom comes from anywhere. Two people won that thing and became superstars. Carrie Underwood, Kelly Clarkson. 21 years, too. That won it and became, like, superstars. That's it. That's it. You can identify talent very quickly, very early. Scouts know what they, they're doing. Scouting's never been better. A lot of pe- They don't make a lot of money, but the scouts I talk to are so thorough, know what they're doing, get it right. Now, there was the Seattle team, 
remember, that hit on all the late-round players. Why would that be? Because Pete Carroll had just coached in college. He had a huge advantage on the rest of the league. By the way, four years later, Pete was no longer hitting on those fifth, sixth, seventh-round players. He became like every other NFL coach. He knew NFL personnel and had to rely on other people for college players. That's not to say Pete doesn't know talent, but he had a huge advantage for three or four years in the draft, and he hit on all these four, five, and six-round players, and they weren't playing Russell Wilson, so they stacked the roster and built like a what, a, what appeared to be a mini dynasty for a few years. So it, it definitely, you have to hit on your first-round pick. Colin, this leaves one question. Why is it so difficult to find out who's going to be a good quarterback when you draft in the first round? Just going back to 2018, yeah. Baker Mayfield flop, Sam Darnold flop, Josh Allen hit, Josh Rosen's, yeah. I don't even know if he's in the league, Lamar Jackson. Uh-huh. You go to 2021, um, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Mac Jones. Why are we continually missing on quarterback? And it's very simple. It's the only position that demands leadership, which is not quantifiable. I had Jimmy Johnson here on the set once, and I said, what made Aikman special arm? He said, he's just a great leader. I said, define it. He goes, I can't. Because you, you don't need a leader at corner or a pass rusher. It's the only position that demands you be a great leader. And you can't define it. What is a great leader? Who the, who the hell can, what, what is that? What is that? You read a book, people, salespeople read these, how to be a great manager in eight steps. Most never become managers. You have it or you don't. You either, people are attracted to you. You lubricate a room. You can feel the temperature of it. People either follow you or you don't. I, I think it's very hard to teach yourself to Aikman had it. He probably was a great leader when he played football in ninth grade. Peyton Manning had it. Brady had it. Like, some guys have it. Some guys don't. Jay Cutler had great talent. Never really a leader. You know what I mean? So, I think that's the one position that it demands. Like, another thing it demands is um, mental resilience. And that's stuff you can't put on a spreadsheet. You're going to be criticized more than any position. Some guys just fold. Like, Like, can you handle being ripped every day? Talk radio. Nobody, nobody's ripping the Mike linebacker. Nobody's <laughs> ripping the right guard. You're getting ripped. How do you handle it? What is leadership? So th- it should be about a 50-50 split. That stuff's hard. S- some people like Johnny Manziel. I couldn't stand him. Hour two next. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. 
Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.